0: Don't be alarmed. We're Negroes. Negro, please. Freeze, Negroes. Don't be alarmed. We're Negroes.
1: Freeze, Negroes. Welcome to Don't be alarmed. We're Negroes. The Negroes are back for episode eleven. What's happening, sugar?
2: chilling man, just chilling you know we're fresh off that master's hangover i'll tell you that what what a, what an event
1: yes it was it was great i didn't know what to do with myself uh coming back to work on monday you know i skipped out and was watching i was acting like i was working on uh thursday friday but uh really didn't get shit done so uh (laughs) yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah so give us a rundown for this week
2: well, you know, this week we got another great episode for you guys. We're going to start with the Tiger News of the Week. We're going to get into last week's, uh, master, you know, the Masters Tournament. We're going to give you a recap of that, um, get into some of the picks and some of the things we talked about. We're going to talk about this week's PGA RBC Heritage and the LPGA Lot or low. Whatever it is, I don't know. We have to figure that out later. Championship. <laughs> um, we got a good diversity uh, topic to talk about uh, how golf still has a lot of work to do uh, to address the issues that are that are going on. Um, we got the front nine, a tribute to DMX. Um, you know, what are we <laughs> hating on? We're always going to get into that. The gigging song of the week uh, Zero Tolerance by Pac Man the Gun, um, Mipsy Hustle and Mozzie. We're going to get into the back nine and with our special guest, um, who, uh, you know, we got a great guest for you today. And then we're going to get into the final shout outs with our guest Godwin. So with that, take it, take it over.
1: All right. Well, let's get into our tiger news of the week. So, uh, tiger continues to recover and, uh, us on this show, wish him well. And, uh, we got to talk about the hate of the recent news Of the cause of the crash um, You know People were talking about the speeding And all these things And you know people You know were leaning towards Hey was something in In my man's system So um, you know Tiger was just hitting them corners a little goddamn fast you know what I'm saying So he kind of got to slow it down A little bit so Uh, what's, what's your thoughts on this, uh, Shug?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, at, at first I'm, you know, as a, as a fan, I'm kind of irritated because at first they said, we're not going to disclose what happened. We're going to leave it alone. It's private matter. Then all of a sudden you kind of see that the media got a hold of something and then that kind of became bigger news. So I feel like every time that, you know, the, they're trying to get, you know, like it starts to calm down a little bit on on uh on tiger they gotta pull something they gotta find a way to pull him back in right and to be negative and to kind of say that oh now we know that he was speeding and oh, there was a there was a, a pill bottle um in the car well shit how many of us in this country have prescriptions Jeez. i i take prescription pills every day i have to man just just what you have to do in life man you know yeah. so it's just it's just irritating to me as a fan and just as a human being that, you know, not everything is, is is gotta be so negative all the time. Just just give people their their time, their space and you know, let the man heal. That's right. kinda how I feel about it.
1: I agree. Godwin.
2: Yeah, so uh, what you just said there, Reggie, about giving up the people their personal space, giving them
3: their time. I mean who uh, who 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 made you know tiger god i mean i know we treat him as that as far as the golf world but i mean you know <laughs> he's human just like the rest of us i mean how many of us like you said have ever sped down the road and you know whether we got caught or didn't you know how many of us have prescriptions or don't have prescriptions i mean whose business is it does it really matter at the end of the day does it really matter the man was in an accident you know um let the man deal with it you know uh, i think the the sheriff said, uh, "You know, there's been, was it 13 other accidents, four with injuries, and and nobody's ever ever looked into any of those. You know, while all of a sudden they're they're uh, I mean, we understand it's Tiger, and we understand he's got a history. You know, but you know, I you know, I, I leave the man alone. That's all I have to say. Leave the man alone. Let the man heal. You know, well, and stop putting him on a pedestal.
1: Well, they're gonna regret it. All these haters. When Tiger decides to leave this game." Let's let's see what you guys have to to grasp up on and, and see what you guys have and when you miss that greatness. You know, there was a big void when MJ left the game, and it took a while until Kobe came in, and then, you know, Kobe and then we had LeBron. Hey, when we get that void in there, in the golf game, I want to see these haters then. So, you know, shut your right, fucking right. mouth. Sorry.
2: Exactly. <laughs> now I will say this
3: though, on a flip side of it, things, and here's the part that I wanted to add, you know, of course you guys know, I'm in, I'm in probation. So I'm on the legal side of things and I used to do uh, alcohol evaluation. So anybody who got a DUI, um, obviously they go to court, they do their, they do their uh, you know, do their part there. And then I would have to do an interview with them and get their side of the story. And of course, you know, that's always, you know, from their perspective. So, you know, I take that with a grain of salt, but it's essentially their, their side of the story. And, uh, it's funny how sometimes some people got DUIs and they should not have, and it's just like, well, dang, what was that cop looking for? Like, you know, I had this lady. I'll give you this example. This lady, she went out and uh, left her car at a parking lot. She went out, had some drinks early in the evening. Eventually, came back later to her vehicle. Um, her vehicle was having problems. Wouldn't I can't remember if it was a flat tire or something like that. But anyway, she was waiting in her vehicle the cold went tonight. She's waiting for her son to come help her change her flat tire. Now, mind you, she's in the same, same parking lot where she was. Um, hadn't moved, waiting for her son, trying to stay warm. The car's on. Police obviously approach her. You okay, ma'am? Everything, is everything all right? Um, she ends up getting a DUI, and she's like, I was not even operating, I was not driving my vehicle. Um, and yet, she ends up with a DUI. And, you know, I mean, I believe I have no reason as to to say why she would lie about something like that. So you get situations like that. And, you know, people get DUI and this is an outstanding, outstanding citizen, you know, doing what she needs to do work, take care of her family. Then I got other guys who come to my office. They're working on their 10th DUI. It's like, how is that fair that that this person? Can still drive or is even able to drive. Now I mean, forget that can they're able to drive I Meaning They're not locked up. They're not, you know, regardless if they have a license or not, they're still, you're still allowing them to drive. What's up with that? So it, it's, it's. The system is fucked yeah. up.
1: You said 10 though.
3: Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh boy. 10. This dude had 10 DUI starting spanning from 1975. Whoa. I was just like, how are you still alive? You know, which, <laughs> yeah. which kind of leads me to something different. Is if a Tiger g- was intoxicated, impaired, because it yeah. seems like the trend is if you're super impaired and you have an accident like that, they usually almost always come out unscathed, no issues, no broken bones, maybe a tiny little scratch, you mm-hmm. know, um, on those serious accidents. But then, you know, somebody like, you know, a normal person who's driving and who's in an actual accident, you know, that's when you get these, you know, compound fractures and things like that. So, you know. Think-
2: 10 DUIs, man. That's like a, that's like, that's lucky. You're lucky two times, like a damn cat. Like,
3: I'm telling you, man. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. And it wasn't like this guy was, you know, full of money and he was able to work his, talk his way out of it, pay his way out of it. No, he was just a regular, regular old Joe, you know. But Mm. wow. It's the system we live in, man. It's it's the system. So for Tiger, that's why I'm like, "Mm," I think from what I can tell and what the information we have, I think the shares are doing what they need to be doing.
1: Sure.
2: Yeah. Well, let it be, let it be, let my yeah. man rest. Yeah.
1: And that wraps mm-hmm. it up yeah. for the tiger news of the week. So you've heard our guest. Uh, this is one of my college roommates. want to give him a proper introduction as he was so insightful. Um, <laughs> So uh the uh mechanic. My trailer is Big Daddy Kane, the Matoki Marauder, Mr. I'm Never uh, Changing These Things Again. <laughs> the Lincoln layup, G Money, what's happening? Godwin, how you oh. doing, man?
3: Oh, man, man, man. I'm uh, I'm blessed and highly favored to to know these gentlemen right here. Mr. E. Mitch. Never lets them down. Watch out, ladies. Emich is in the house, but not too far (laughs) behind him was Mr. Reggie Reginald, (laughs) Mr. Two-Stroke. Oh, (laughs) whoa. (laughs) Why hit it in four when you can hit it in two? No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking golf, man. (laughs) Oh, boy. We were going to be not 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 anything else. Oh, wow. we got some new nicknames. Us, he, he flipped it on us, man. Yeah, he did.
1: Got us with some nicknames. So we appreciate did, you being man. on, just, Godwin.
3: <laughs>
1: um, so you, t- tell Thank us you. a little Thank bit about you yourself. You. Give us a little bit of information about yourself.
3: Well, where do, where do you want me to begin? Uh, uh, of course, you guys know I'm a probation officer by a day. Coach by afternoon and father by night. Um, uh, uh, Been down in the Springs, what, 13, 14 years? You know, it's kind of funny because, Eric, you're from the Springs Mm -hmm. and you live up in Denver. I'm from Denver. I live down in the Springs. so We switch places. Um, I've been down here the last 13, 14 years. Um, I like it. I love it. Um, It's different. It's small. Um, Been working in the judicial field for several, several years. Uh, You know, I'm just waiting for the Masters to give me a call, you know, for the for, for, for them to give me a call, you know, let, call my number. Let me know. I'll come in and, and do some things. Um, but otherwise, you know, love coaching, love working with people. As far as the uh, basketball, girls basketball for 12 years, since 08. Dang. Some of those women, some of those girls are now grown women with professionals. Um, some of them I actually work with. So it's kind of cool seeing the future develop. And then uh, I've been golfing, uh, coaching golf for the last, uh, what, four years now? And nice. uh man, it's opened some doors, man. It's opened some doors. And uh like I was telling you guys earlier, ex- I'm expecting my uh my firstborn in nice. September. Yes indeed. Uh little girl, I know I'm gonna be whipped. I am gonna be whipped, so I-, I admit it. Go ahead. It's it's fine. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm I excited like though. Two uncles yeah. right here. Yep. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Hey, so what send wh- y'all up to Denver? <laughs> what are you uh doing to get ready for this golf season? Have you been out playing much? Fine tuning your game now that the weather's changing?
3: Uh so actually uh in my basement um I broke down and I you know I finally went, uh, last year the year before I got me a net a pad and I just at least at least once a week especially during the winter months, you know when we can't get outside, I'm you know do at least 10 to 20 swings a, a, a day, you know, and just working on that contact, working on that, you know, impact, making sure it's solid. Um, And then now that it's starting to warm up a little bit, you know, I got into the range a few times. Um, I can actually see what I'm doing, you know, making sure, okay, I'm feeling the uh, uh, impact, but I don't know if it's doing what I need it to do out there on the range. So able to get out the range a few times this past week. um, And just uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I like to chip around the house a little bit on the carpet, you know, just making mm. sure I got that, that touch. Okay. Always fine tune the game. And then, uh, you know, believe it or not, uh, I, I, I like watching golf, but I don't watch it for what most people watch it for. I watch it for situational uh, situations, I guess, situational positions. You know, okay, he's in the situation. What would I do? And I kind of run through it, and then I see, okay, well, what, here's what they did. This is the club they used. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm starting to understand the game a little bit, you know, a little bit more than just the average it's just the average Joe, you know,
1: mm-hmm. um, just staying
3: loose, staying loose.
1: So, I mean, you're all about golf. You talked about how you were coaching golf and doing everything like that. But what got you into the game of golf?
3: When I was, uh I think in sixth grade, my friend's dad, Alan was his name. um, He took us to the driving range. And I don't know if it's still there, but it was off of like near I-25 and I think uh, not Bellevue, either Bellevue or Bowles, but I think it was Bellevue on the, on the West side there. And, um, as you're heading West and I remember, you know, we're first time, you know, swinging a club, picking it up. And I was like, you know, this is, this is, this is all right. You know, didn't know what I was doing. I was just swinging, trying to kill that ball. You know, now we're six so We're what 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Dumb boys, instead of hitting it, you know, down the range, there's cars driving along. I think it was Bellevue.
0: We're like, yeah, let's
3: see if we can hit those cars you know, like idiots, you know, we're doing a, a 90 degree uh, setup and swinging at the, at, at the traffic. And my friend's dad, Alan, looks at us is like, what are you boys doing? And at that point, I was just like, you know, I don't know. I really have no idea. But that was kind of my introduction <laughs> to golf. And then when I really got more serious about it was back in, um, when I moved down here to Springs, um, we had this pastor who came to the church and he was doing like a week of prayer. And uh, he's from Kansas City, and uh, real short dude. Um, and you know, he you know we, he he was all right. He was he was he was he was good. Anyway, so um, he was there all week. We went on a Sunday morning, and Sunday night was going to be the last night he was preaching at the church. So anyway, uh, we we were at the Saturday or Sunday night program, and um, he was letting the church know, "I love Colin." coming to Colorado. It's so beautiful. You guys got the mountains out here, you know, beautiful blue skies. I had opportunity to go golfing with some of the, some of the men of the church. And uh, I just, you know, I had a good time and I just want the church to know that uh, I beat him and I beat him good. And I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I took that personal as the next year when he comes, I, he's going to have to run for his money. You know, he ain't going to just get us like that. So at that point, I really took it serious. Um, playing more than just once or twice during the summertime, like we used to do, Eric, you know, every time we go on your, uh, uh, family reunions, you know, that that was usually it. Um, but after that, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be serious about this. So that was probably what? Oh, five, oh six, you know, somewhere in there when I really got, it got serious about the game.
1: Nice. Uh, quick, give me your favorite golfer.
3: (sighs) The woods, man. Is he the GOAT? Oh, of course. Well, 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 he's my GOAT. He's my GOAT. Um, I say that because, you know, I was a little too young to to really, you know, Jack Nicholas, um, some of those guys, the Bear, you know, all those guys. They're, uh, Lee Trevino, I remember the names, but I didn't really watch the game. You know, it's kind of like kids these days say, you know, LeBron is the GOAT. And I'm like, no, oh, that's Jordan, man. You know, so for me, it, it's Kobe. I'm sorry. It's, it's Tiger. Tiger is my is is my is my player.
1: You said it right. You said Kobe. He's the goat. I appreciate that.
3: Ah, uh, no comment. Okay. <laughs>
1: so I appreciate you joining on and and jumping on with us. We're gonna chat about a few things, but uh, Rich, take us to something serious that we need to address. And this is what the show is all about: diversity and putting putting the eyes out into to our crowd so that they understand what's going on. So
2: yeah so you know I think everyone kind of you know is has been in the news and you know there's a you know an un- unfortunate loss of another um you know the, another black man um who was murdered at the hands of uh brooklyn Center police Department um Dante Wright, so we just want to take a moment to recognize the fact that this man lost his life at um that did not have to um you know and and the thing is, is that you know we continue to have these situations pop up we continue to ask the same questions around you know why do we continue to be shot and murdered for regular traffic stops and situations Mm -hmm. like it's it's a sad man this is something that bothers me as a man as a human but mostly as a a black man you know i'm I'm sick and tired of seeing this shit and it, it you know i know you know i'd love to hear what you guys think about it but it's just It's gotta fucking stop. Mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of turning on the news, man, because I'm trying to just watch what's going on and this is the only thing that I keep seeing.
1: It's it's really sad because I I really feel we're being hunted. Like the DWB driving while black is some serious shit. And um Mm -hmm. you know, I uh I I really don't appreciate um There's a lot of people out there that could do something for this. And we have leadership in office. They got our votes. And they need to step up and do some shit. Mm Because here in a little bit, we're going to get tired of this shit. And I think we're about due. And I think a lot of people are fed up on this shit. And then when they arrest people, for what they've done. They're getting these little petty charges and they're smoking cats Yeah, in broad daylight. It's not even no shit where they're smoking them and doing drive-bys and doing all that shit. They're smoking them with a camera on them in broad fucking daylight. And it's very frustrating.
2: And he walks out. Walks. Walks out. Walks Walks out. out. This murdered what? How many people died? 10 people? He murdered 10 people. Yeah. And he walked out. But this man gets stopped for having air fresheners and what, you know, potentially a warrant that he wasn't aware of.
1: Right. Which is crazy. I, Cause when you look into it, some of the stuff I've read, he didn't even know because they were sending it to the wrong address. So it was the system yep, yep. that failed. It wasn't him and we're in a pandemic. So they're not checking themselves or no. whatever. And we don't even have a system to check themselves. And so, um, you know, I think it's it's just kind of, kind of a a, a major problem, and it is. Uh, uh,
3: so it, it's it's super frustrating because um, you know, maybe in the judicial world, it's like I, I see this all the time, you know. Um, I don't know what examples I could share, but I'll I'll give you very basic similar situation where I had two clients both both uh, early 20s, 21, 22. Um, one was black, the other one was not. And uh, they had both done similar similar actions to get themselves in, 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 you know, basically in trouble, getting in front of the judge. And again, I'm just being very general right now for their sake. Um, 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 but uh, the judge on one of these guys, because he, he had two warrants in two different divisions, the judge on the higher division basically said, you know what? Um, I see there's a warrant in the lower division. I'm going to let them take care of it. And which basically allowed him to be released that day from jail. The other kid, young man, he, again, did something similar. He's still locked up today. And now both of these incidents happened. Uh, I think it was about September, October, last part of the year. And one of them is out and about, you know, one of these guys, man, this, this part frustrates me. One of these guys fled from the police. I'm reading the police report. Fled from the police, uh, assaulted the police. And normally when I write my reports, I write them so that it's a paragraph form. So that's, you know, kind of easy to read. But with all the, the amount of charges he had, I listed it in bold face, line by line by line by line item. So the judge could see that this dude is doing some serious stuff. And uh, it was even on the part of town where you wouldn't normally expect things like this to happen you know, on the north side of Colorado Springs. And um, that dude walked. He's still on the streets while he's pending his cases. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. So I, I'm not surprised that it's happening. I guess the thing for me that's frustrating is why is it that the officers, really, those, those are those the ones who essentially are doing this stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, they're the ones pulling the trigger or the taser or whatever they should be pulling, you know, knees or whatever. They're the ones doing it. So they're the ones who need to be checked. You know what I mean? Um, we, we've we gone through some trainings and they talk about, you know, biases that they have, you know, things like that. I, I just... It, it, I, it's something inside. There's something inside of them. And they... they it,
1: Stop hunting us, please. Yeah,
2: sick and, yeah. The sick and tired of seeing or hearing about accidents. Yeah, we're not accidents, right? We're fucking people. We're right. humans,
3: and I think that's you. You said it right there. If we would all would treat each other on the same equal level, you know, then I think that it'd be a whole lot less. You know, these of uh, these struggles going on. I mean, if I if I if I see me as a white man, see this black man here, I'm not going to clutch my purse or think that he's a criminal automatically. I'm going to think that that's a human being, you know, Whatever, regardless of what vehicle they're driving, that's a human being. He worked for it. You know, he or she worked for it. You know, let me, let me give him that benefit versus, you know, what are they doing now? You know, it's that mindset, you know. Right.
2: So it's a, it's a, it is a change of mindset. Like, I even think about, like, th- there was a, there's also, um, There was also a lieutenant that was pulled over in Virginia, so Mm -hmm. he didn't want to stop in. He's actually I think he was he's uh, black and he might be part Latino or I can't remember what what he is, but he's definitely not white. And he was pulled over. Um, So he you know, the the cops were kind of behind him. He didn't want to stop right when they wanted him to. He wanted to go to a lit place, which you have the right to do, Mm -hmm. by the way. Pulls in to the pulls into the gas station they had guns drawn on him already yep If this is supposed to just be a traffic stop why what what's the need for the guns this man was actually in his u.s army like he was on duty like yeah. he was you know what i'm saying and and to pull him out of the ride like that and and to force him down and to handcuff the man like that and take his dignity man that's That is the thing that pisses me off that I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing is that we as people are losing our dignity as as humans. Yes, it's just it's Uh, I can't I can't can't stand to see it anymore. They kind of
1: want that. And you're seeing that. And it's it's really an onslaught on us on that. So we can fight for our country. Yeah. But you're going to treat us like this. And it happens all the time. Right?
3: Still not equal.
1: And you're going to hear the bullshit yeah. about all the basketball players wearing T-shirts and all that stuff. Shut up and dribble and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Step off, man. Like, get out of here. Like, we have a voice. We're going to put it out here mm-hmm. or whatever. And it is what it is. And, right. I mean, a lot of people fear us because we fly and we have a lot of shit going on. Rap has done a lot of things. We have the fashion we're doing a lot of things if if the black people pull their money from all these brands and shit, they'll be broke
2: they won't
1: it. so stop the bullshit, give us our respect that's due and uh
2: or, or we'll stop backing you from a from a from a funded standpoint for sure yeah. and, and you that's, know, the one, go ahead, sir
1: and that's for real. I appreciate that Yep.
2: Yeah. so I appreciate the thoughts fellas and. You know, we're we're real big on music and music always defines the times. And, you know, anytime that, that you know, when when I see something like this happen and I kind of it, it puts me into the mode where I want to hear some music and that and kind of helps me get through some things. So we thought we'd play a song from y'all for y'all from Jay-Z from, you know, the 2017 album, uh, 444. And this is the story of O.J.
1: Yes, indeedy.
0: Light nigga, dark nigga, foe nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. I like that second one. Light nigga, dark nigga, foe nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. OJ like. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. House nigga, don't fuck with me. I'm a field nigga with Sean Cutlery. Go play the quarters with a butler's beat. I'ma play the corners with a hustler's beat. I told him, please don't die over the neighborhood that your mama rented. Take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. I bought every V12 engine, wish I could take it back to the beginning. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo, for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million, guess how I'm feeling, Dumbo. Light nigga, dog nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga.
1: Yes, indeed. Still naked that's how they feel about us Huh
2: that's all right though We gonna keep on pushing mm-hmm.
1: Yes indeed So We had some golf This past weekend for sure And Everyone Was tuned in to the masters Course was beautiful In great condition Last week's episode we ran through the Complete course Guide Um food, menu and everything. So um <laughs> it's funny because we looked at all our picks. I know there were some top guys that didn't even make the cut. Um I know my picks. Actually, I did all right, you know. I uh I I I had Jordan spieth up there. He was in my picks, but I also had Brooks who didn't make the cut. So um it kind of evens out for myself. Um but a lot of ups and downs, crazy conditions, there was weather delays. Um, but we had a historic winner um and just some new faces, and then some heartbreak going on in this so uh Godwin, what do you think about the masters?
3: well, uh depends on the map officially um it it, it was uh <sighs> okay, so this almost kind of reminded me, was it twenty nineteen when Tiger came, came back and uh what's the young man? Uh Chuffley was was, you know, had that lead and, and he was, you know, Tiger was hunting him. So I was thinking, okay, Safley so might get it this time. He, he may he may actually catch him, but a whole was it sixteen? Um sixteen or fifteen.
1: Yeah, it was one of those two.
3: Um wasn't they went into the water and I was like, Oh snap, he's gonna catch him. He's gonna get him this, this is going to be it. And then, you know, I was listening to the announcers, you know, Oh, this is, this is, this is the downfall. This is the turn. I was like, you know, something may actually get him. Maybe we'll see what happens. But then he just turned it around. He's like, Nope, I'm just going to keep playing the game because, and the funny thing is I had a feeling that Shafley was going to probably mess up after, after that Aaron, Aaron shot. I was like, something tells me he's just not going to pull it together. And sure enough, he did, and I was kind of rooting for him. I was kind of like, "Come on, come on, you know, see if you can pull us off." And then he just, you know, and ended, ended up falling down a few holes there. But overall, man, I, I'm happy. I'm happy that uh, he finally got his win. Been in in the in, in the uh, majors for what 10, 10 plus years, you know, and he finally put it together. And I know the whole um, country of Japan is extremely, extremely happy happy and proud and probably put this man on the tiger pedestal for them, you know? Um, But it it was good, man. It was, it was, it was good to watch. Uh, I was telling you guys earlier, I wish so bad. I could have been out there. I wish so bad. I could have been out there. I was just in Georgia a week and a half ago. And I was like, man, if I was thinking I would have planned it for, I should have planned it for this weekend, you know, or this past weekend, but you know, it was, uh, it was good, man. It was good for them. I was happy for him. I was very happy for Mm him
1: sugar how'd your picks go
2: oh man um Mori <laughs> Morikawa uh didn't do well um also mentioned uh JT um man he had a just a rough rough Saturday man um well you know he, he kind of was in and out a little bit and then Sunday he just it just it just didn't come together for him man um you know, and and Spieth had Spieth also had a chance. Uh, so those were the I think those were the three that I mentioned. Um, but um, you know, the fact that DJ didn't even make the cut, man, that's that's got to be tough as a yeah. as a Masters champion to have to watch the rest of the weekend, not even to get to the weekend, man. That's that's a uh, that's tough. The one thing that I will say that that to me separated Hideki from the rest of the the rest of the crowd is when. You know, it rained. They had that rain delay on Saturday. And then he went back and he was on fire the rest of that afternoon. And that kind of won and gave him that big cushion. So it was uh, a great golf. Um, I feel bad for Justin Rose, man. Um, you know, he, he kind of seems to, you know, get off to great starts, but he yeah, can never finish. Yeah. Um, a hot start that, there. Yeah, hot star. I feel bad from the guy. I feel bad for the guy. But uh the thing that had me out was uh the that Zalatoris kid. Mm, they yeah. um they were saying that he looked like the the caddy from Happy Gilmore. That's kid had me out. <laughs> you know
1: who else he looks like? <laughs> hey, there's a picture of MD out there, Mike Darangowski. Oh, wow. Young Darangowski looks just like Zalatoris. So young Zalatoris. Young Zalatoris.
2: That, that's, be, that's your new nickname, M D.
1: Young <laughs> Um but it was kind of cool to see uh, Hideki, uh, the ultimate respect. His caddy, everyone talked about it, but after he won, it's a custom to take the flag for the winner. He put mm-hmm. the uh, the stick back in the hole and took a bow, which is ultimate respect. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it actually gave me chills a little bit to kind of see that um, as it happened. Um, and just bringing respect to the game, like no matter what, you know, like people respect the game and how much it meant to people, you know, Hideki is a superstar. I mean, he's, this is huge for that that country.
2: Yeah. They said, we were talking about this before we got started, but this is going to make him potentially a billion dollar athlete. So forget the, forget the M's. You know this mm-hmm. this man is getting to be in the bees. Yes, yeah. indeed. You know. He, he deserves it, man. That was you know, and like you said, to see a man respect the game so much, and to see a man of color win this tournament, and to see him the way that he carried himself, you know, mm-hmm. it meant it meant the world to this man. He had he had a a nation that he was carrying on his shoulders. On his shoulders, yeah. And I think that, that 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 to me to see him winning, man, good to, good for him, man. i it's a it's a blessed thing to see. And you know, the, you start you're starting to see a lot of um, golfers. Um, even that, I think if I remember correctly, I was reading they had the there was a women women's amateur tournament, and that was also won by um, a young woman from Japan. So, I'm um, that, yep. that that country's coming up in the golf game. Shout outs the to club. them yes
1: indeed um let's talk about xander a little bit so if i could relate to anything in the world is what he did on 16 um just hitting shit everywhere and yeah. having to swallow that number man is is tough i mean people have been there you know we we have friends that that eat snowmans and above you know mm-hmm. and and, <laughs> and shit happens but that Man, Xander on the biggest days because I, I truly thought that he was going to catch him actually because yep. he was hot.
3: I, I thought he was because he, he went six holes. Uh, Where he birded? Was it six holes that he birded? Something like that? Yeah.
1: He was on yep. a tear.
3: And I was like, oh boy, he's coming.
2: He is coming. It's crazy how these guys get really like how they just catch fire like that. It's kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't, it's not the same, but it's, you know, when you watch kind of, you know, and I, man, this happened against my team the other night, but watching, you know, little Steph Curry's ass out there hitting three after three Mm -hmm, after three, (laughs) kind of see these guys in golf get hot. It's kind of the same thing. Like when they get on a birdie streak, it's, they usually come in bunches, you know, or, or Spieth hitting them crazy ass shots. Or, you know, like you said, Xander hit some great shots, man. Yep. And then he, he tried to go for the gusto and, You know, couldn't, didn't, didn't hit it the right way.
1: Shit. I wish birdies came in a bunch for myself, but (laughs) uh, I may get one and then it's going to be downhill from there. So
3: followed by a few snowmen. Yes.
1: Guaranteed, Mm
3: -hmm. but
1: great golf. But the best thing about the masters is that all those guys were protected, whether wearing, you know, rain gear or lathering themselves up with a little bit of sunscreen. So let's hear from Your Eyes Only Aesthetics.
4: Hey golfer gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skin Care, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com.
1: Awesome. Protection is great. No matter what, stay protected. So, Reginald, we have a couple of tournaments this weekend. So why don't we kick into the RBC? Uh, give us a little information about that.
2: Yes, indeed. So the RBC Heritage is at the it's it's um at the Town Golf Links. Which is in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Um, this is a par seventy-one course uh, with a total of seven thousand ninety-nine total yards. The purse for this tournament is seven point one million, um, dispersed amongst the golfers. This is the Pete Dye and Jack Nicholas course, and the first event um, took place in nineteen sixty-nine. So, this week you're looking at a lot of not. Um, there there are some top-ranked golfers, but this is usually a week when you kind of see a you know a lot of them take the week off because of the masters um but there are there are there are some guys in the field uh this week so um what do you guys think about this week's tournament
1: it looks good um this is a rebound for some of the guys that were in the masters to come in and kind of right the ship um you know dj uh is one of the names, but, um, there's just going to be some, some, I think there's going to be some good golf. Like the, the thing that's unfortunate about this tournament is that there was such a big, um, thing and, you know, everyone loves the masters and then we have to go back to, you know, another tournament, you know, and, and it's, it's not of the masters caliber. And as you said, there's not a lot of big players out there. So, um, Oh, I think we should just get into our picks for this week. So, um, it's uh, sure. I want to hear your picks first and then, then we'll go to Godwin and then I'll, I'll follow up after that.
2: Oh, cool. um, you know, I, again, like I said, I don't, there's not a lot of, of, you know, big names, but there are some ones that have been kind of high, um, you know, up on the leaderboards, um, lately. So I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm gonna go with my man Sung um, I think he's he's definitely someone who's who's trying to play some good golf, and we'll see what happens to him this weekend. And then I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go with Will Zalatoris. I'm gonna pick those two, Sung J M. and Will Zalatoris. I think Will's gonna come, you know, off the Masters. He's playing. He was playing good golf leading up to that, and um, I think he's I think he's hungry. Um, the Masters stage really didn't bother him, and I think he can he can put in some good rounds.
1: So you think torch is gonna to take the momentum into this tournament? Did did it give him some you think it gave him some confidence to go into this this tournament?
2: Yeah. I mean even the way like when I when I listened to him kind of even talk about being at the Masters, he was just saying, you know, I've I've worked for this. This is something that I've wanted. I wanna be on this stage and I don't think he's shying away from it. I mean, even regardless of the way he plays i think the way he's approaching it and saying that you know i've 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 been you know i'm built for this you know i'm this is what i want to do and he kind of already sees his own trajectory so i think i think yeah i think this this past weekend elevated his profile i think he's he's someone that people are going to be you know watching more closely
1: what what do you think like for to come in this weekend like someone like dj Colin Morikawa that just really had to deal with Augusta and coming in and trying to write the ship, uh, the mental piece that um, that is a part of this game. Do you think that they will perform well, or will they still have that same hangover?
2: You know, I'm I'm concerned for DJ. Um, to be honest with you, it looks like he's kind of not something's not right. Something just doesn't seem right. Something seems off with him. I think Colin um, just had a bad week. I think that he's been playing decent golf, and he'll probably bounce back. But uh, I want to watch what DJ does because I think he's a he's a great golfer. And I just think, to me, it just doesn't – something doesn't, it doesn't sit right. Something's not – when he hits the balls and kind of when he's – it's really not his drive so much, but when he's kind of – when he's in between, he's taking his approach shots, he seems like he's kind of off.
1: There's a lot of golfers, like pro golfers this year, that seem like uh, they're switching and trying things, right? Like we're talking coaches, we're talking clubs, uh, sponsorships, um, off-the-course situations, and um, I think it's really affecting people. Like, I mean, we see what it's doing to Ricky. Um, Mm -hmm. Ricky at Fell Off, and I love Ricky. But he was struggling this year and it happens with the most of us. Like, I mean, you're gonna have the ups and downs. It took a while for Jordan Speech to get back. I mean, it was years. years. People thought that there was something wrong with my man Jordan. But here he is, uh, back and uh just just trying to right the ship. So um
3: so, can you guys hear me still? Yeah, we yeah. we got you. All right, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna echo what you're saying, Reggie, about Zalatoris. Um, I think he's he's poised. I mean, he he's you know the fact that he uh was waiting while while the Masters was finishing up, he was still staying loose. He was saying he was basically staying, saying in his head, you know what? There's an opportunity for me to take this to the next level right here on this stage. Let me be ready for it. And the fact that he was doing that instead of just you know, sitting back and watching, being a spectator, you know, he's still in the game, and so I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if um, especially coming off that 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 high, you know, um, of the Masters, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in, slides in, and just uh, um, not not even really shocks everybody, but shocks everybody because, you know, oh, he almost did it last week, the Masters, and now he's actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he just he just has that that mindset, you know. Um, and then for whatever reason, I don't know why, but cooch, this man, I, I just love his game. And it's not like he does anything, you know, that you would, you would really want to, but I just, whenever I wouldn't be so basically, what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if he, he kind of ends up in, you know, top five, let me say top five. Um, he just has that ability to turn it on and he's cause he's kind of like one of those sleepers. You know, you, you just never know. He'll just put one on you next thing you know. You know, top five, top three, if, if even.
1: I like it. Um, I'm going to actually go with Colin Maracawa. He's been playing great this year. He tied 18th in the Masters. Um, I look for him to be in the mix. Um, he's won earlier, won a tournament earlier this year. Um, and then I'm actually going to go with the big dog. I'm going to say DJ is going to write the ship. Um, he's played in this event a bunch of times, um, but as we said, he's not finished well this year, um, not been in the top 20 a lot, and he was just cut from the Masters. So maybe he's going to write the ship, and maybe Paulina says, hey, you can't come home until you get this shit together, player. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: they still had to eat his dinner too, but they DJ was still at the Masters. Yeah,
1: he was. Like, I I wonder if he actually flew home or was he just kicking it at Atlanta. Maybe he was at the Blue Flame, you know, or Magic City or something, you know? No?
2: You're not with Lou Williams.
1: Lemon <laughs> Pepper Lou.
2: Wings. Yep. <laughs>
1: oh, my sleeper is Webb Simpson. He's played well. He won um, last year. He won last year. And um, I just think he's – um, he finds fairways and greens and he's decent at putting. So look for Webb to make some noise. So, you no. know, I,
2: I think what's crazy at this tournament is they're allowing fans and I don't think there's any restrictions. Oh, really? I think so. I think mm. that's what I read.
1: People wear your mask, please.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. Although Thank I
3: can't say the, the since COVID began and they're still running tournaments, it is kind of nice being part of the 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 experience on, on almost seems like more it's on a more personal level in the sense that you're not necessarily getting as much crowd noise as you normally would and you're you're getting immediate reactions from these guys and you're actually hearing it you're not just seeing it but you're hearing it and it's like it makes it more authentic that's what i'm looking for it makes it a little bit more authentic so i, I kind of uh, appreciate you know how things have been but I'm, I'm sure it'll be glad to get
2: the fans back you know Agreed. If, you have, if you're going to be out there, be cool. Don't be weirdos. Just right. enjoy the game. Let these guys play. Exactly.
1: And wash your hands, nasty asses, please.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's swing it over to the ladies. Uh, we got the LPGA Lot or Lot, or I don't know. what. How do you guys say this thing?
3: I think it's Lot. Lot?
2: Lot. Okay. How'd you say it earlier, Godwin? What was you
3: saying? Lotte, championship. Okay. I like Not it. Not even champion, championship.
1: Well, it's at the, uh, it's at the Capole or <laughs> Kapole Golf Club in Hawaii. Yeah. Ted Robinson Design Course founded in 1995. 95 was a good year for sure. Shout out to my 95ers. Uh, par 72, uh, 6,397 total yards. Uh uh there are five lakes um and 80, and eighty bonkers, yeah. And the event is two million dollars. And uh no tournament tourney in twenty twenty due to the COVID. Uh the twenty nineteen winner was Brooke Henderson. Um and fans opposite um are not allowed due to COVID restrictions. So We have the opposite side of the spectrum with the fans for the ladies um, versus the men. So it's interesting to see Um, Hawaii is a beautiful place. I'm hoping to go there next year and play a few rounds. Um, There are 500 CME globe points uh, available for this. So uh, let's go through our picks for the lot or Lote championship. Uh, Godwin. What's your picks?
3: Ooh, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really follow ladies golf as much as I should, especially being a coach. So I'm going to have to tap out on that one.
1: Oh, man. You're going to let us down on that one? Okay. Well, I will go with my picks then. Uh, My pick uh, is Danielle Kang. She's uh, played well, placed well in the LPGA Tour this year. Um, and she's ranked pretty high in putts, birdies, and scoring. This course sets up nicely. Uh, Minji Lee, she's played well in the tourney, and she won in 2016. Uh, And actually, Lee is the leader in birdies this year, so look out for her. And my sleeper, I picked her a a few times, one of the Corda sisters. I'm I'm going with Nellie. You know, it's hot in here. Let's let's get it, Nellie Corda. See if you can make some noise this weekend. Shug.
2: Yeah, I like the I like both uh quarter sisters um to do some damage. Um we'll see if they can they can uh see if they can, you know, keep it going. Um I like the the winner of the on uh, invitational as well. I think uh Patty uh, I'm gonna murder her last name, but um Tava Tanakit. I think she she was she was playing some amazing golf um the, and during the last tournament, so I'm gonna go with those two, and then I also think that um I think um the former the former winner Brooke Henderson, um I think you know she's familiar with that course, she's already won it, so mm-hmm. you know she's had a a year off, so I think she can win it again.
1: Yep, and as we're recording, they're playing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love music, and as Suge said. We're all about the hip hop and we grew up with it and we lost a legend. You know, he doesn't get mentioned a lot in top MCs or whatever, but he definitely had a huge impact on music and pretty much helped save some record labels for sure on the East coast. No doubt. No doubt. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) We want to give it up to, to, uh, DMX rest in peace. Let's get it on. You know what I'm saying? And, and, Let's uh, meet. as a tribute to him, our front nine this week, we're going to give our top nine DMX songs. So we're going to start with sugar.
2: Let's
0: get it on.
2: Right on, man. Um, X, you know, with rest in power, my brother, um, appreciate you for all the cuts that you brought to us, man. Um. And uh, we know a lot of us not from New York, but you definitely made us feel like we was walking the streets, you know, of of the some of the things that you dealt with, man. So appreciate everything you did for us, brother. Um, I'm all in no particular order, man. I'm going to go with Party Up. That was always a a jam to me. Um, The Rough Riders Anthem. Yep. Slipping. Where the Hood At. um, What's My Name. Um stop being greedy. Um, how it's going down. Damien. And then I t- man, I gotta it's hard it's it's hard to put just nine, but I gotta put get at me dog in there. Those are those are my nine.
1: Yes indeed. Simma Cools, what you got?
2: Uh same thing like Reggie said, it, it's hard
3: to say, um, top nine, but I my number one for sure. This is the song that was like, you know what? I'm getting a bike after that. But of course it was my Rough Riders anthem. Um <clears throat> and I think what in 2001, 2002, I got my bike and I was like, yes, sir. I'm official now. You know, have my theme song, my road song. Mm-hmm. Um so by by far, I mean that was that song was just that's next level. But um you know to go from there, you know, like I said, X, that's definitely a uh, up there, um what else? what else uh, how's it going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh get at me dog, man, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about these, I'm just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that is really hard to say, it's really hard to say, um I mean, you guys
1: are sleeping on, so I'll give come back in one piece with the Leah. From Romeo Must yeah, Die yeah. on that soundtrack. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That Man. joint banged.
2: Yeah that that to me is more of an Aaliyah cut, but I, I yeah, but he was on that. Yeah, he, did. he made the song
1: though. Yeah, he did. That song went off, and it's just a legend with Aaliyah. Of course, Rough Riders Anthem, slipping Uh, I like We Right Here. What's my name? One more road to cross is a dope one. Um, yeah. and then he was featured on Four, Three, Two, One, and yeah. that song in itself um can cover all the MCs on there because it was just such a dope ass song. Um mm-hmm. and for all you youngins uh go to YouTube and put in four three two one performance at the Apollo and watch how they wrecked that shit. Cause they went off and that's true MCN right there. Um and it was from from everywhere. So um appreciate that. And uh, rest in peace, dog, Man, we yeah, we appreciate yes, you. Yes. He was a godly guy. Um, yeah. Even though he was wild and stuff, it don't mean anything, man. And and have mm-hmm. a relationship
2: with the Lord. Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and it's cool with that, you know. And so um, I appreciate that, and I feel bad for his fans. Um, I feel bad for his wife and kids and stuff because a loss is hard to take. Um, but I appreciate that you left your imprint. And your paw print on this world. So
2: Yep. Hey, one 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 cut I want to mention that that I thought was dope because it also uh I believe this one had the locks in it too, but uh niggas done started something. Yes. Oh yeah. That song was dope. Yeah,
1: dope one. So and I know we're gonna hear it from a few of our fans on our picks and shit. So go ahead and hit us up on our Instagram. Don't be alarmed. Uh Negroes Pod. Or hit us up at We're Negroes on Twitter and talk your shit about our picks. Or give us your picks, your favorite DMX yeah. songs. So
2: Give us your picks so we can talk shit about them. Yeah, because <laughs> we'll
1: talk shit about you on air. So don't forget to, don't do it anonymously. Put your name on name. it. <laughs>
2: right. right. Put your name on it. Well, you know, if you, if, you, if, you have an, if you have a good take, we might have you on the show.
1: That's for sure. So the dog was a diverse individual for sure and uh he brought a lot of joy, so uh this show is about diversity and uh reg, go ahead and give our fans and listeners what the diversity topic of the week is gonna be
2: well we we uh we we did a little search out here and and um came across a great article in the ringer and it talks about kind of the you know some of the significant things that have happened in golf that have impacted um African Americans and kind of the path, um, that, that many have had to take just to even just in, in, you know, play the game of golf and the things that they've had to do, um, endure life threats and, um, just had to like change you know, not if, if, you know, some of the professional golfers could never list where they were staying because there were, you know, people out there where they were putting threats on their lives just to play Mm -hmm. golf, man, this is the regular Mm -hmm. ass game. So you know, the, the article is called is titled golf's historic problems with race aren't getting better. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of historical points in there kind of giving you some, some framework behind, you know, all the things that that African-Americans have had to endure with the game. But, you know, it did talk about some of the things that have happened and progress that has been made, but, you know, I think you both will agree. It's just not enough. Uh,
1: Totally agree. I mean, one of the quotes from this article It said, we have the right to associate or not associate with whomever we choose. The country club is our home, and we pick and choose who we want. Hal Thompson, founder of Shoal Creek Country Club. That was in 1990, yo. Not in the 50s, 40s, or the 60s. That was in 1990, right? 30 years ago. Right. And so it's crazy that, you know, before that we had Martin Luther King marches, everything. And we still right. got people talking shit about the color of our skin and playing. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of troublesome because the only way that they see us is working in the clubhouse or carrying a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, there was another article in here that said, or another quote, excuse me, it said, it's the golf industry that has a problem. Wendell Haskins, former diversity Director of the PGA of America And that was in 2020 So that sounds, It was uh,
2: just a little given to that dumb motherfucker
1: Yeah that was uh, Just uh, a year ago So yeah. the golf industry has a problem Which said damn Like okay we give our money Because you know I'm seeing A lot of our faces out there mm-hmm. And uh, they're still Not seeing
3: us um, right. Really out there Gee, what you was saying? crazy oh sorry my bad uh it's crazy because when we first started we're talking about uh just a a lot of the inequality that that's been been going on since the beginning of our history here in 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 this land you know these united states um and i almost when you know speaking of golf i almost feel especially nowadays that it's it's a situation of um you ain't going to take this from us, you know, you may have gotten something else. You may have had other sports, but you ain't going to, you ain't going to get this. First of all, A, B, you people, you know, do y'all really understand what it means to, to be a, a, at a country club, to be at this level, to be, you know, have something like this. Um, I feel, I feel that that's kind of how they, they, um, portray us. Um, it's crazy because, the uh, at the, at the, uh, course where i uh have practiced with these kids you know it's a it's a gated community very nice course very very nice course um at first when i first started uh uh, you know having practice with the kids high school kids some of these people look at me like whoa what are you doing here the kitchen's down there you you you, uh you, you lost you know and and it's like but, you know, right, OK, let me just go ahead and prove to these people again that I know what I'm doing. I I know why I'm out here. Let let me uh, let I me mean, let me just break it down for them. And then kind of once they see that, you know, like, oh, OK, OK, well, you're OK. You're OK. You know, but it's just like, why is it automatically just like, hey, brother, how you doing? Good to see you. Welcome. Is this your first time here? You know, this is this is where this is. This is where that is. And not everybody up there, not everybody. But I mean, you know, it would just been it would have been nice, you know, at this private course for me to be uh, considered as uh you know, as a visitor.
2: A level, yeah. A level playing field. Like, Hey, yeah. you know, we, we yeah. like, appreciate you being here. Yeah. Instead of having to prove that you can be here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Well, and it, this article brought to light, like, so golf kind of flew under the radar, right? Like you think about basketball. So when, when all these people were, were getting killed, Floyd, you know, all when those things happened and basketball made a, made it aware Colin Kaepernick put his career on the line over this shit. Um, mm-hmm. But golf kinda went, went under the radar or whatever. And then once we start getting into the protest and um, making it aware that we do have a voice and, mm-hmm. and it's not just us, but there are people there are white people that really support us um, and all races that support getting down and just being equal. Right. And so they had to do something. And so the PGA is actually doing stuff to try to get out there, but is it enough? Because uh, the black athletes playing golf are dwindling.
3: Yeah, I was surprised the article mentioned that, that uh, when the last, uh, um, 25 years you know the number has gone down and i I was thinking it was going to be the complete opposite you know especially with a lot of commercials that you see you know you see young 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 kids young minority kids on on these uh uh, put chip and drive commercials and part of that is like if i see someone who looks like me doing this or that i am more likely to do what they are doing you know when tiger got on the scene i was just like oh snap he kind of gave me the green light to uh to do this golfing, Cause like, remember when I told you guys at the beginning, how my friend's dad, you know, took us to the driving range and you know, I never saw anybody who looked like me out there, you know, it was all a bunch of older white men. So I, you know, to me, this wasn't really on my radar, but then, you know, once he, tiger came on the scene, and I was like, man, this dude looks like me. Okay. I can do this. If he can do this, I can do this. So I was really surprised when it said that, you know, last 25 years, the number has uh, been fewer black golfers
2: than beforehand. And I'm just like, man, that's crazy it's sad you know the one thing about the article I'm, well two points um i have a lot more understanding now than i ever did about lee elder yes yes and, and to really kind of and it, this podcast is has helped me understand you know all the things that he's, that he's had to endure right and i think it was cool to kind of see what they did for the masters um you know, but I still kind of feel like, you know, it, it overdue, um, long overdue. The man had so many things that he had to go through to even get the chance to play in the Masters. And to me, I, I, I have so much more respect for him now. And that's why I want to play better, because that man put his life on the line and sacrificed for something that he felt he could just have access to, you know. And so that's why I respect him. And then, you know, more now than than I ever did. And so Renee Powell to, you know, um, seeing what the LPGA did is cool because they're actually they're granting they, they actually made like, a you know, there's a scholarship or, or in, in her name, which was great. But the thing that kind of irritated me about that whole thing is that they didn't even consult with her before they announced it. They just were like, they, they just said, hey, we're going to do this. And then they called her and said, hey, we're going to do this. And then they fucking announced it in the media. So I think now I think she kind of sees she kind of sees it as this is a good thing. But I think up front, like, think about that. If someone put some shit out there in your name and didn't consult you, how would you feel about that?
3: Pissed off. Trying to do damage control. Trying right. to do damage control.
1: That's terrible. You got to make me aware of it, but Mm -hmm. more black people are getting out and playing and give us our just due, or whatever. And no matter what, there's going to be a little bit of blackness on the court course, because Dr. George Grant, he was a black man that invented the golf tee. So uh, no matter what, we always going to be on your course. So might as well open it up and let us play.
2: Just think about that.
1: (laughs) So with that, we're going to roll into um, a segment that um, a lot of people love. And this segment is brought to you by the nerdy gentleman. You know, I am nerdy about a lot of things, golf, music, technology, fashion, shoes, and we're all nerdy about something. So embrace your inner nerd. And let's hear from TheNerdyGentleman.com.
2: Let's do it.
4: Nerd! Are you nerdy by nature? Head over to TheNerdyGentleman.com, the home of the periodic tea for the freshest nerdy gear. Nerdy Gentleman aims to inspire you to embrace your inner nerd. Use promo code ALARMED and save 20% on your order. That is TheNerdyGentleman.com.
1: Yes, indeed. Be nerdy. Nerds rule the world. Remember that. So our guest, G-Money, Mr. Never Changing These Draws Again.
3: Oh, stop. Stop. (laughs) Stop.
1: (laughs) We want to get into our back nine where we ask you nine questions, rapid fire, and give us a quick answer on these questions on how you like. So I'll kick it off. Um, If you could turn any shoe into a golf cleat, what would it be?
3: Uh you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm going a to switch it up. I had this pair of uh brown Stacy Adams. <laughs> and uh them suckers were were classic. Um and they kind of had this like ridge, you know, like a uh I don't even know what it was called. But anyway, the the, the uh <laughs> You know, I think I got them in 2000, what? 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. I still got them today, to this day. Um, full leather with a little suede uh, kind of uh, uh, imprint to them. So if I could turn them suckers into golf shoe, boy, watch out. Now, look, y'all just maybe you might have to do that. Uh, they have outfits you could put on. Did I it come with a to-
1: five-button suit?
3: uh i can order that though i might have to <laughs> or our 12
1: button suit <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that oh. was
2: a good one man um what is your favorite beverage while on the course while on the course we uh
3: i mean i i don't drink so i'm, I'm pretty basic but uh, i almost always go with the gatorade blue is blue is my color all right
1: okay what's your favorite club in your bag
3: my favorite club that would definitely be, it, it's seasonal. It's seasonal. Um, but my one trustee is my five wood. If, if there's nothing else I can't figure out, it's my five wood. That's the one I think that, that I can just trust. Be like,
2: all right, five wood, let's do some damage. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's your lowest score? What's your highest score? And how much of both of those is a lie?
3: Lowest score, uh, <laughs> it was a 72 um, at oh, a tournament, uh, foursome. Um, was it a legit 72? No, but uh, I essentially <laughs> was carrying the team. And I was like, dudes, come on. Y'all got to, you know, uh, y'all got to come on, step it up. So, But I, I was excited about that because I finally broke, you know, into the 70s. Um, and at my highest score, psh, man. Pick, pick the first five years I started. I mean, if you add all those numbers up, <laughs> you know, probably one twenty, one thirty, 130, somewhere in there, you
1: know. Nice. Have you? So uh, have,
2: hope. have hope. Godwin, you're giving me hope. <laughs> 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 I, boy, I stayed that century mark for
3: a moment there. But once I finally broke it, I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. Have
1: you broken a club? And what happened?
3: Uh, Yes, I have, actually, on the range um it was my seven iron my first set of clubs in my seven iron and uh i went at lunchtime and i was just trying to get a you know a a quick bucket in and i hit that seven iron, and it was just a pure shot it felt actually effortless but i heard this tink at the the moment i made contact and i felt like literally uh, as weight had been lifted off my my club and next thing you know i was just like wait a second where the hell where's, where's the head of my club and then <laughs> my my coworker who I was working with, I look up and he's like maybe 30 yards down the, down the range, grab my head for me. And I'm like, Oh snap. Okay. Okay. There were some cheap clubs anyway, but yeah, that was, that was the first and only time I broke a club.
2: Have <laughs> you ever hit a house? And if you did, did you run or explain?
3: Uh, I have hit a house. Yes. Um, yeah, I think what was it Arizona? Not Arizona. Uh, Eric, when we were in Vegas, Vegas
1: yeah, in the desert.
3: I, yeah, I think we all tagged this one house. It was like a dog leg sharp left, and for some whatever dumb reason, we didn't think to you know lay up and then you know make that that turn. And we're just killing this house. You know, drum line all over it. <laughs> you know, um, but I, I, I uh. I, I don't remember. I think we just kept playing. I don't even remember if we ran or nothing like that. Yeah,
1: we didn't explain nothing. They're still looking just, for us.
3: We just, <laughs> on the golf course. There's four black guys. They're the only ones out there. You know,
2: um, <laughs> they're not breaking in. They're not breaking. in. <laughs> don't be alarmed. I'm just golfing. <laughs>
1: um, wildest thing you've seen on a golf course?
3: Oh. Ugh. Wildest thing I've seen on the golf course. Man, um, I don't even know. I'm gonna have to come back on that one. Let me come back on that one. Okay. Fair.
2: Have you ever gotten into a fight by hitting into someone?
3: Uh actually the opposite. These guys were hitting into us. And we were we were slowed up from the group in front of us. And um this, this group of uh, 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 gentlemen, they they were um, they were hitting to us and they, they finally caught up to us and they're like, why do you guys take so long? Well, what's, what's going on? Why do you guys, you know, the game of golf is supposed to keep moving. And we literally, those four of us, we literally, you know, kind of pointed our hands to the group in front of us. We're like, we're still waiting on them. So you guys need to stop. just chill you know this was like hole number 18 i think um but they just kept hitting into us kept hitting towards us you know and we're you know we can only go as fast as the group in front of us so anyway my boy nick he was just like some cooler man you better you better you better help me out because i'm about to lose this and this guy he's not a hothead by any means but he was just he was having a bad day and so i kind of had to you know calm him down a little bit but i was just like man the audacity of these dudes they were pretty much saying y'all don't belong here what are you doing hurry up and so uh yeah but that's it's kind of been the opposite for me but yeah that that was the situation
1: just a warning if you hit into Mitch or sugar i will pick up your ball and throw that <laughs> shit like i'm pitching <laughs> in the in the last inning of the world series so don't hit into I'm, us I ain't, i'm not I'm fucking with your, that
2: i'm gonna pick your shit up and it'll be the next golf ball i'm hitting off the next t bro yeah yep. yes
1: indeedy uh last question what's your dream course to play
3: um, I would definitely love to go play the masters, um, especially after this past week when they were saying, uh, um, all oh, the conditions are so fast, you know, I'm like, man, come on, come on, let me, I want to see this for myself. <laughs> um, but just even the scenery of, 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 of that course, I mean, it just looks, uh, you know, a man corner, just being able to just, you know, take my shot at that and just see what I can do, see what kind of damage, um, I can do.
2: So, Yeah. I think that course is real. I'm just going to put that out there. I think that shit looks hard. Looks <laughs> difficult. Them greens look terrible. Yeah. You, like when you hit up on them, like you're if you don't hit it right, if, you, if you're not pinpoint, your shit is way off. Yep. Yep. On the next slope or, or down a <laughs> hill. And, you know. random
1: them trees. Trees yeah. and undulation. Shout out.
2: Undulation. <laughs> undulation. The word of the podcast is undulation.
1: And we're not going to hate on that word of undulation. But I tell you what, we're going to hate on it is.
0: Hey, 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 hey.
1: It's what are we hating on this week? And I'm sure there's some hot topics to hate on this week. So we'll give it to our guest, Mr. Motoki Marauder Godwin himself. Do you have anything you're hating on?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A week ago, after my lesson last Thursday, I was working with the, the two kids I was working with, and they had just left. And, you know, of course, when I'm, you know, private lesson, I'm just working on them. I'm not really swinging. I'm just working with them, um, doing fundamental stuff. Anyway, there was still a bucket, uh, a few balls left over. And I was like, you know, let me just swing a few of these before I get on out of here. Well, just to the uh, side of us, maybe 10 yards away, a group of young men, you know, um, you know, could have been MAGA, MAGA supporters. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know. They are out there just kind of macho, kind of loud doing their thing. I was like, you know, whatever. So uh, I was trying to tell my these two kids, I was like, okay, whenever you guys are in a match, you're always going to have, you know, people who could just pull out the big stick and just just kill it, just nail it. And I told them, I was like, okay, let's watch these guys over here real quick. And then, you know, they're hitting them straight right down the middle. And uh, I was like, my point was by them seeing as like, don't be intimidated by that. Play your game, play your game. Because too many times, I see my my young men, you know, they may have pulled out, you know, a, maybe a, 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 a six iron or even five iron, and the other guys pull out a driver, and then my kid changes up and goes, nope, stick to your game because you know exactly what to do. So, you know, I kind of showed them that, and then they have mentioned the kids left. So then now I'm starting to swing a few, and I have my forearm. My forearm is, is, a, is a blade, and I, I just, you know, I need to warm up first, but I was like, let me just do a few swings. Swings. Let me see what I can do. Anyway, I'm chunking it. I'm hitting it fat. I'm, you know, hitting it thin. I'm just all over the place. And I hear these dudes, these same dudes, maybe four or five of them, maybe six of them, uh, these 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 white cats over there. And I heard heard him talking. I was like, these fools talking about me. I was like, you know, whatever. So I'm still swinging. I'm still swinging. I heard one dude say, "Man, that's a blade. He doesn't even know what to do with that with that club." And I'm like, Hmm, okay. And then I heard another dude say, "Yeah, he was working with these kids. He was coaching them or something. Now he can't even hit." And I was like, okay, you done pissed off the wrong Negro. You done pissed him off. So then uh, I was like, okay, it's game time. Let's do this. One swing, straight down the middle. I looked up at them. I was like, oh, is that what you guys were looking for? And they kind of had this sheepish look like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. Uh, uh. And I was like, yeah, I heard y'all talking. I heard y'all talking. And, you know, they weren't say nothing because, you know, at this point now all of them are looking. And I was trying not to make a scene, but I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm fairly aware what, what's going on here. I hit another one right down the middle. And I was like, yeah, there's another one for you in case y'all didn't, you know, in case y'all didn't get enough. And I was just letting these cats have it. I mean, you know, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> Part of me wanted to be like, you know, do we want to put, do we need to put some money down on, on target practice? You, you let me know what you want to do. Um, but that just, that just rubbed me the wrong way. And now I got my, you know, I got my hits and I got my my little things in, you know, I said my little things here and there. Um, and then, so I, you know, I hit a few more shots, you know, just, just killing it. I'm like, all right, well, I think I'm good for tonight. And so I kind of walked off, you know, grabbed my three clubs and I walked off. And I so bad wanted to look back and, and say something. But I was just like, nah. your actions did enough. You did enough. Them boys didn't say nothing, you know, as I walked away. So... Yeah, that was one thing that 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 got at me from from the weekend. Even talking about it now it just kind of make me be like, man, I need to let me see them boys again, boy. Let me don't don't. don't <laughs> it's kind of like don't poke the bear. You know what? Don't poke the bear. I'm a pretty easygoing dude, but the moment you start to come at me wrong and and, and Chris, no, we're done. We're done. Mm-hmm.
1: No doubt. Well, I'm hating on a couple of things this week, so I'm hating on other golf apps that just don't get it. So. All you people out there that were looking at the Masters app, um, they get it, and they got it right, and they figured it out. But all these other tournaments, like, hey, man, don't be afraid of technology, man. We should be able to view golf like we viewed the Masters every week. That shit was great. You want to grow the game? Fix your shitty-ass apps, period. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my other hate is for all the keyboard warriors out there. There's a lot of folks that want to talk about diversity and want to be like, oh, I'm for the cause and shit like that. And talk shit about our leadership in our country and all these things. But meanwhile, you ain't doing shit in your own hood. So either do something or shut the fuck up. That's it. I don't know what else to say, but get from behind that keyboard and get in the streets and do something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll kick it to you, Shug.
2: Yeah, um, I was actually having a great week, man. And, you know, I was, I was trying not to, you know, I was like, what am I going to do for the hate segment? You know, and then it just it just happened. It happened. Walked in the NBA the other night, watching my squad lose to who I was talking about earlier. You know, we played Golden State the other night. Nuggets was trying to chase and win at the end of the game and fucking Mike Malone still has Jamal Murray in the game with you know a couple minutes left in the game. What the fuck is he in the game for? You're already losing. We were already, we were down double digits. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no need for him to be in the game. He's just coming off an injury anyway. And then he goes out there and, and tears his ACL. And I know shit happens. I know injuries happen and this and that, but fuck. We were just getting it right. Yeah. Just getting it right. That's all we needed was a couple more weeks. Let let everybody get healthy, then bam, we're ready for the playoffs. We're ready to see what happens. I'm not saying we were going to win the chip, but shit, we had a good we had a good squad that I would like to see against any and any other NBA team. Not saying we still can't do something, but you know it's it's going to fall on Monte Morris and and the rest of that bench, man. And I just good luck I just to don't you. see it from so far without without Jamal Murray, man. Good luck so, to you, Peyton hating on chasing fucking NBA wins when you don't need to quit doing it. Yep. Yep. Yes, indeed. Well, that wraps up our, Hey, Hey, Hey,
0: Hey, 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 Hey,
1: Yes, Indeed. One thing we're not hating on is music. And I know Suge has zero tolerance for bullshit. And we heard G money has zero tolerance for stuff. So Suge, what's our golf gig and song of the week?
2: We coming to you with Zero Tolerance From Pac-Man, the Gunman, Nipsey Hussle, and Mozzie Let's get it
0: See, I came a long way Don't play with me the wrong way Zero tolerance, my nerves bad Screaming fuck my enemies cause they deserve that Fuck these niggas, fuck these bitches too They just mad, they not as rich as you Bitches, fuck these niggas too They just mad, they not as rich as you. My
1: conscience begging for murder Is potent while I'm drinking My losses made me a savage, convert me to a demon It be your homies that do it to you Then say you tripping You do it back, they say you wrong, that's a contradiction Can't play the victim, we standing on it. my niggas speaking Niggas faking and pulling dick, Nick, you gotta see it Pick a reason, I'ma hold it down while I'm breathing Nigga won't buzz, nigga won't break Nigga won't bend, and I mean it Troublesome, 90s zero tolerance we got yeah. zero tolerance at all appreciate that song from Nipsey the great Pac-Man the Gunner Man and Mozzie for sure West Coast is on it they they dropping some heat out there shout out to Larry June and and all them cats out there on the West Coast for sure man they, they putting out some heat man I appreciate them
2: keep the slappers coming to us man
1: yeah for sure so We had a great show and I'm sorry. Now it's time to say goodbye to all my golfing friends. Um, Let's give our final shout outs. So this is the time where we can give our shout outs to the people G money and who you're loving. And then we're going to get out of here. So shout outs G money.
3: You know, first off, let me give a shout out to both of you gentlemen for doing big things. In the uh, northern Colorado, a.k.a. Denver. Um, I'm proud of you guys. Uh, this this, uh, this podcast is is all right. You know, um, the fact that you guys are uh, addressing content that has not been done before. Um, so appreciate you both. Appreciate you both. Um, and not only that, just being, you know, good lifelong friends, you know. Um, so appreciate you. Appreciate your families. um you know, stay up, stay up. Uh, of course, my uh, my baby doll, she's upstairs. She's uh, she's she's been she's been a trooper. She um, I shared this real quick. I probably could have shared it earlier, but uh, you know, she started uh, her own business back in October, and she's just been literally trying to figure things out. She's a mobile notary signing agent, and she's just trying to figure things out. And uh, she took that bold step. You know, she left the security of working at the courthouse with me essentially. And she started her own business. And so now she's just grinding and figuring things out. So I want to give a shout out to her, uh, my wife, my girlfriend, mama, my, my, my sweet mate, uh, the love of my life, the um, mother,
2: of my child. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right on. So, uh real quick you know the fellas um e you know godwin um in, you know you don't you don't you know make it far in this life without your your, your partners and so i appreciate you guys we've developed a lot of a great memories in life the things i'll never forget um all the way from college to now so thank you to all to to all the fellas um and you know who you are um also want to give a shout out to my family um and then I also want to give out to one of my partners, man, lost his mom this week. And, uh, you know, I've lost my mother. You've lost your mother. Um, it's never an easy thing to go through. So to my partner, Sandoval, we love you, brother. Um, and uh, just know that you got a lot of people behind you, and we're going to help you get through it, man. So mm-hmm. those are my shout-outs.
1: Uh, Shout-out to my fan bam. Shout-out to the lady in my life. Um, shout out to the listeners. Y'all we're, we're doing numbers and we appreciate you listening to us and putting us on because as G said, we, you know, Colorado cats in Denver just doing it and just wanted to talk about golf and diversity and why we love this game. So we appreciate y'all and continue to come back and listen and engage with us. Shout out to the hard knock slicers. Um, shout out to the frontline folks giving shots, and yep. trying to get us back to yeah. healthy and so that we can all be out yeah. there and be great again and do good things and enjoy each other and uh, try to get this country back to 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 where we need to be. Shout outs to golf. I mean, I love the game um, this past weekend just solidified that. Like, I really love the game of golf and it's given me so much and um it's connected me and my boys and everything, you know, we were already connected, but it, it really helps us stay there and in tune with each other. And, uh, just appreciate that. And, um, do us a favor, talk your shit with us and follow us on our Instagram. Don't be alarmed. We're Negroes pod or jump on our Twitter. We're Negroes. That's the name. We're Negroes. And we love to take questions or just talk with you. Or if you have, um, just any topics you want to throw at us, go ahead and hit us up on on those things. The Twitter is We're Negroes and the Instagram is Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes Pod. So, uh, with that, should go ahead and hey, take I'll, us out of here.
2: If if you know if you want to hear us talk about something, or you know you actually you know we want to hear what you guys like. So tell us, and and that'll help you know help us formulate topics for future shows. Um, again, we we appreciate everything. If you appreciate us. Share, share the podcast with those who you know, and let's let's uh, let's continue to grow with each other. Um, and as we kind of cover these things that that are important to all of us, you know, this is a show where, you know, we think it's um, these are important things to us. But we also want to know what's important to you. So let us know. Um, we appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. Um, and then, as always, take care of yourself. But most importantly, take care of each other. Yes, indeed. And, when, and it's
1: like that. We're Negroes
0: Negro, please Freeze, Negroes so Don't be alarmed, we're Negro. please, Negroes Breach Negroes